to A Moment of Truth. I'm your host, Professor Jason Sills. I come to you with a heavy heart, and I have a few things I like to share. I have a lot of it here in my heart, but I took some notes. So if I look down, please be patient with me. I want to start off by saying, Black woman, I love you. Black women, I love you. I want to acknowledge that in my personal life, as a young man, and even as an older man, I haven't always had the healthiest relationship with black women. That I've caused black women pain by lying, being dishonest, cheating, not honoring the relationship. And I share that because when black women say to us that they don't feel protected, I think it's important for us not to minimize or negate our participation, but to speak to what we have done. That being said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my mother, to the women in my family, to my loved ones, to those that I've been in relationship with, to those that were connected to them that I hurt. I'm sorry. Black men, we must acknowledge that as black women say they don't feel protected, yes, they are speaking about white America, police officers, white men, but sadly, they're speaking about us as well. That sometimes we aren't standing there to protect them, meaning we're not protecting them from white America, but we're also not protecting them from us, from yourself, from our homies, our boys, brothers. There's not a black man that can tell me he doesn't know of a black man that he knows that's in his family, that's in his corner, that hasn't caused our sisters great deal of harm. That being said, I'm offering this because I'm a part of those black men that have caused black women harm. And I want to stand up and take accountability for causing that harm and also speak as a voice for those brothers that aren't ready for whatever reason, can't for whatever reason, but I know that we have to do better. I want to speak briefly. Malcolm's speech to paraphrase spoke about black women being the most disrespected, the most unprotected, the most neglected in America. I believe Malcolm was contextualizing the social political hierarchy in America that's created by the US Constitution, legal rulings like the Dred Scott case, white supremacy and white privilege. He provided that hierarchy because he acknowledged that black women were on the lower rung of that hierarchy. Malcolm was uplifting the black woman's experience because it's often ignored and minimized. There's been a history of that in our community. And Malcolm was calling and reminding brothers of our duty to protect black women. 
If you were raised in the South or you were of age of at least 30 years old, there's a possibility that you were taught that it is your responsibility to protect black women. Malcolm understood the role of black men and never compared the experience of black men and black women. He didn't engage what I would consider or what I would call the oppression Olympics. Black people have and continue to experience an onslaught of violence and brutality and death, psychological warfare and genocide. Black men and women are being harmed. We are being harmed. Not black men or black women. We as a collective are being harmed psychologically, violently. For those brothers that suggest that black women aren't affected as much, I caution that train of thought. As Africans, we are interconnected, meaning that the we, us, not I, is the focus. That said, when black women are harmed, We're both harmed and vice versa. If black women are harmed, black men are harmed. If black men are harmed, black women are harmed. We are both harmed. In Rhapsody's album, Eve, she wrote a song titled Merrily. And Merrily speaks to the experience of black women that have married black men that are widows. She speaks to the harm and the pain of black women that marry these black men. She acknowledges the beauty of marriage and what it should be, but the pain that's associated because black lives in America haven't mattered. She acknowledges these wives, but even beyond that, there seems to be acknowledgement of the, the elders, the big mamas, the mothers, the aunts, the sisters that are harmed just as much when black men are harmed, when black men are murdered, when black men are lynched. We share that pain. Black women have always shared that pain for us. In Rhapsody's album, she also speaks to black men turning on their love for black women. Black men, we need to turn on our love for black women. I'm speaking to all of us. I don't want any black man listening to this saying that isn't me. I don't do that. This is us. It is our responsibility. That said, both black women and the black trans community have been ostracized from the Black Lives Matter movement and condemned for uplifting their plight. If black lives really matter, then all black lives must be acknowledged. Say her name, trans lives matters, are two hashtags that are needed. Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, 
Eleanor Bumpers, Arbator Sprawls, Tony McDodd, Monica Diamond, Nina Pop, Dominique Fells, Rhea Milton, Kayla Moore, and for all the thousands of names not mentioned, your life mattered. And I send love and condolences to your family and loved ones, black women, the black trans community, we love you. All black lives matter. Peace.